to wait till i hit record and then you can do it ready i don't know when you hit record i have no idea when you hit record and you have conditioned me <laughs> yeah. to not know when you hit record i like the cold opening it's fun if like <laughs> if i was not lazy i would do the um always sunny intro music all the time too i would love that yeah <laughs> all right give us an intro in three two welcome to strength hammer boys and girls uh chuck has returned uh-huh. Our, 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 our resident hero in our hearts, in our minds, and uh, on a plaque at Warhammer World. Yes. Well, they'll, they, they will uh, know I'm back because they just had to witness me yelling at you for a minute and a half about intros. <laughs> as, as soon as I said I didn't, hit, I didn't start hitting record yet, it, I hit record right uh, after that. Did. Yeah, yeah. It's, of it's, course it's, you did, yeah. Oh, but Neil, we got a good one tonight. You ready? We're, I'm, I'm ready for tonight. You know how I can show I'm ready to the, to the listeners out there? Uh, how are you gonna show it? Oh, oh, with a nice hardcore Lacroix uh, orange flavor. <laughs> Lacroix Pamplemousse. <laughs> so you know it's gonna be a serious night. Yeah. So episode seventy-four. Here we are. Yeah, I'm back. Thank you, Neil, for um, uh, babysitting Matt last week in my stead. Oh yeah. He was he was terrible, but you know I was really good, so balanced you, it out. Yeah, you were fantastic. Uh, I I do uh, wonder, uh, have you started buying or printing your new Lumineth army yet? Uh, no, <laughs> that's going to be a slow burn. <laughs> that's going to be a very slow burn. That's fair. That's fair. I got my slow burn project behind me with this uh, Cities of Sigmar because they won't ship stuff. <laughs> I have. Um... I have, I think, 4,000 points of Stormcast I have to paint before I even think about Lumineth. So. That's, that's fair. Yeah, actually, I'm, I don't know if... I don't know how, how long ago I pre-ordered the city stuff. I don't know how long the, the pre-orders were supposed to be up for. And I don't know when they're going to ship. And then the website changed and made everything else a mess. Because my order doesn't show up in there. Just my, my completed orders do. So like, I, I emailed them. They're just like, yeah, we have it. It just won't populate till we update it and it's dispatched. I was like, okay, when's that gonna be? And there was no response. I'm like, okay. <laughs> somebody just like knocks a glass of water over and runs the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure I I I knew that the order would be there. Like it's just these things happen whenever you move any system, like little things get lost. Okay, sure, whatever. Like set aside what we think of that website um these things happen and it's in a database i know it's not lost i'm not worried about that it's just more of like i'm sure there's for every person like me who's calm and like yeah i'll just email just to verify that they have it there's at least uh 50 people who are the exact opposite also emailing in being like rah, 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 like just <laughs> rampaging for no reason uh-huh. yeah and that's the, that's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease right so of course yeah 100%. <laughs> uh. But Neil, okay, so 
Let's get in the swing of things. Neil, let's uh, let's start with some fitness. You you did promise. I, did. I, I watched the episode. You promised there would be fitness this time. I did. Uh, well, do we count rehab? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because I uh, I verified that I can, in fact, still deadlift 300 pounds. Nice. Uh, I, I, I had to do that with a patient. Um, and uh, <laughs> my hamstring got a little cranky pants after that. <laughs> well, you, you, you should be warming up. You should be warming up. Well, there's no warming up. There was a get this man into his wheelchair kind of thing. And uh, yeah. So uh, we've been we've been rehabbing the hamstring for the last uh, last couple of days. Doing so. the foam roller and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a little, yeah, getting all the workers' comp calls coming in. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah. You have to fill out something, and of course, like you know, they all start coming in and uh, mm. and talking to you and all that. So, uh, but no, uh, everything's good. Don't need to go see a doctor. We're just going to rehab this ourselves because I have the the tools and the technology. So, yes. um, unfortunately, that has been in lieu of the promised fitness. In fact, <laughs> if I had been working on these hamstrings prior to, may not have got injured. But yeah, you uh, probably be, you probably been good to go. You've been like three hundred pounds, yeah. no problem. We got this. Yep, yep. So that's a, let let that be a lesson, young war gamers. Yes, go work out. I mean, I like this, and I'm sorry, everybody, if you're watching the video, we're using Google Meets now because it's easier but the field of vision's off so like i lean in like this is how i normally sit for the podcast yeah neil's just gone now but i need to remember to sit back so you see my shoulders and head not just like my forehead so it'll take some adjusting yeah sorry that's okay it's okay I realized my door was open a crack and i didn't want you having to hear my uh my kids screaming and yelling and everything else oh, so. that's, that's fine it's just part of the charm of the strength hammer podcast <laughs> I see my fitness, uh, like I said, it continues kind of to be the same, like just going to the gym three to four times a week. Uh, I am still mixing in more cardio than I used to just, uh, you know, have that heart health, you know, it, it's, it's just nice being able to, you know, still have all these strength gains and then being able to go run a mile, not really feeling winded by it. That feels really good. Even though ugh, I feel really fat lately cause I've been eating more <laughs> and that's before Thanksgiving. I'm in trouble. Uh oh, that's fine. <laughs> it means I got to work out harder. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, what we do next? Hobby. That's what we do. It's it, it's it's been one week, and I feel like I don't know what I'm doing anymore with this podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be real bad because I, I guess FYI for everybody out there, like next week I'll be at the uh, Grand Narrative World World Championships of Warhammer. I wish they would have just been Warhammer World Championships because. One, you wouldn't be using WCW as a hashtag, which already exists. <laughs> oh, <And>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the jokes are there, but also the World Championships of Warhammer does not roll off the tongue. It is a, it is, it just, yeah. it's a boulder. Like, I feel yeah. like yeah, I'm talking with marbles in my mouth when I say it. War, war, the Warhammer yes. World Champion. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. That's what it should uh -huh. be. WWC. Yeah. But it's all bad. It's all, it's all a lot of W's. Hmm. It's German fine. friends are going to struggle with that. It's fine, but I have that, and then <laughs> we will we'll see if we can record the week of Thanksgiving because we usually record on Thursdays. But that is Thanksgiving, so I'm going to guess probably not. And then Friday, I go out to a uh, fantasy tournament in Canada, so you might be two weeks without a podcast, which means when we come back after that third one, uh, I'm just sit here silently and hope for the best because I won't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't leave me alone with Matt again. That was that was devastating. Uh, you know, I, I apologize, listeners. That was you know, 
No, it was it was it was a fun time. It was good. And uh, I am wearing my uh, my Lumineth headgear here with the Ren Four. Uh, it's my. Uh, there, there it is. There's yeah, my... there's your hat. There's your hat. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that I put a background on too. I forgot that I, we can do that with Google Meet. Mm-hmm. Oh well, no, another time. But yeah, hobby, Neil. What's your hobby, Ben? How's it going? I have completed as of this morning the last uh, four hex tiles for our campaign Hallelujah. Uh, for my board anyway Hallelujah. Uh, Carl's still diligently working away on his um, so I've ordered in the uh, so I ordered a hundred magnets that was not enough so I ordered another hundred magnets what? for all the hexes Why was it that was enough? not enough Why? what's that? Are you doing because you're not double some, science. Some you're tiles take uh, take two magnets per some, oh, not the regular okay. ones, the, like the borders and stuff. But no, it's definitely like 250 pieces on that. Gotcha. At one point, um, so we we did a piece of sheet metal, put it down so we could magnetize the whole board. Yeah, and uh, I had to dump all the hexes off of it, you know, because I planned it all out first, right? Yeah. I dumped it all off, and there was just this this enormous pile of hexes. Like once it was all this double. <laughs> It was just like, holy shit, that's a lot of hexes. <laughs> like, wow. You don't, you don't even really realize it as you're just turning these things out it's... and kind of you know putting them the way they should look. But yeah. it is a, a metric ton of resin that we used. You, you heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> Neil has one speed, and that speed is go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we get along well on this podcast. That's, yeah, so. that's both of us. I have an idea. 12 hours later, mm-hmm. I've done it 1,200 times. Right, right, right. It's like so. Whatever goes on in this head has to come out. Yes. So, uh, that's well, yeah. So I uh, did that, and uh, I've been painting the board a little bit. I'm very excited, actually. Now I found a, a pretty sweet STL that'll be kind of like a stand-in uh, Nurgle champion for me mm. um, for the uh, map campaign. Oh, I do so, remember that. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna print that guy out next. I'm actually gonna print a model. That's weird. Yeah, um, for yourself. Right for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do that. And uh, outside of that, uh, I keep on messing with the uh, book. You know, there's like, like something I think yeah, the, about. The like, rules. Uh, the, yeah, the book so for the text, text campaign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I add some kind of wackadoo scenario that probably sucks. You know? Actually, then, um, you might like this uh, in the latest White Dwarf that I literally picked up today, issue uh-huh. four eighty four, four ninety four. Um. It's the, if you heard that noise, um, you'll see in my hobby time. I have every movement train in the whole fucking world next to me because I can't stop right now. Um, anyway, <laughs> but in in 494, which is coming out, it should be available when this podcast comes out tomorrow. They put in open war Sigmar cards. Remember that old open war deck? Oh yeah. It's simple. Like there's only six, but it's like here's scenario, and the scenarios have like a ruse attached to it. And then there's the scenario over here, the twist. You can like mix and match deployments and all that. But what is that from? The the white dwarf that comes out today, tomorrow. Oh my god, that is great! I might have to go pick that up. Yeah, I, I mean, like if you because need that to, would work actually perfect for this uh, this this campaign we're doing. Yeah, too. like I'll uh, um, maybe I'll send you some pictures since we're it's you're putting it in a fan based thing. That way you can have it in the book for everybody so they can roll on it if they want but yeah go pick yeah. it up because I, I i didn't expect that in this white dwarf is like oh i love those things in white dwarf yeah yeah that's really cool yeah 
but yeah, that's pretty much been my hobbies. Uh, again, like I know I said this the last uh, three podcasts, but uh, I've just been tinkering with that. So um, hopefully, you know, more fun to come after that. Actually, you know, I mean, we're getting, you know, I have to look out like towards discharge plans with my patients and everything. And so I'm like, okay, well, like how long do I want to see this patient for? And I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, three weeks. And it's like, boop, December. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I know. Therapy is approaching. It is. <laughs> and unfortunately, I have a lot of crap going on between now and Terry. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. I can't even, I'm trying to, like, I have to plan some stuff out. Not a lot, but like, yeah, boy, uh, I, I need to get moving. At least the pack is mostly done. Like, I'll release the final pack here probably this coming week to the group. But anyway, that's cool. That's 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 some fun hobby. Yeah. I look forward to starting that next year. Have we decided on a, are we going to all get together for the first event, like Ohio and Pennsylvania possibly? Uh, we have to be determined, really. I mean, I haven't talked with anybody about that. I've been so focused on just trying to get it done and ready, um, which it will be. Yeah. Plenty of time. Then it's it's kind of planning the logistics, everything. Because now you have to try and get, you know, 25 adults to have, have open time on a similar time frame. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that should be interesting. I'm kind of dreading it, honestly. Well, I mean, but, hey, uh, I got it for Tay Rathy somehow. So. <laughs> yeah. There's about 25 yeah. of us. Actually, no, 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 I actually try and do that for 12 months in a row. Well, maybe not all of us. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fine when it splits into the group, two groups, but the first one together would be cool to be everybody together if possible. If we have yeah. the space, yada, yada. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. I could talk to somebody who would have the space, boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, my hobby. Um, okay. Well, let's talk the fun hobby first painting hobby. Uh, my friend Mark, he actually had a few extra Tomb King models. He painted up for my Tomb King's army. He painted for me like, earlier this year due to something that happened at last year's Tayrathi. Um, so he gave it to me. He also had a second Cetra, so he gave it to me. It was mostly painted. I touched it up, made it fit my theme. Um, so that was fun. Uh, also, uh, me and Mark went in on a lot of old Wood Elf stuff that someone from, uh, uh, yeah, a friend of the show, Ben... Ben from Pittsburgh, he's out the fabricators. He might be at Tirathi too. He's um, waiting to hear back on him. Uh, but he had some wood elves from another friend that he was selling. Like, and it, to be honest, he gave me a fantastic deal. Mark wanted more wood elves. And there was a few things in there I didn't have, like a prince on stag or something. And then I, a few things that I needed for my living cities army, technically. So, um, yeah, so like the, the Wildwood Rangers, the perfect stand in for executioners. I have 20 of them now, which is what I wanted. So it's great. So yeah, nice. that, that, that was exciting. Um, but a few of the Wood Elf models I painted up to go with my Wood Elves. Uh, and then, you know, put the rest over here for my cities. <sighs> what else? You know, playing games, playing lots of fantasy and practice for this event at the end mm-hmm. of the month. And um, also probably the biggest thing is me and me and my crew, shout out to the Barn Owls um, who helped with this. Um, the narrative tables for the U.S. Open 40K Grand Narrative. Um, I will have a post up on it after that that event starts or during that event because I we finished painting it all, and it, it's like a all a huge custom build. It's all GW stuff. Like we were given a, a the lore of one of the locales, which is one of the planets or, or areas on the planet that we're fighting in for the grand narrative. This was two three months ago, probably three months. Let's say three months. Yeah, give or take. Um. So then we had to go, okay, send them a list of what we want 
and some concept ideas. And pretty much it's a giant magnet train where the track's above and the train's underneath of it. Going through a bunch of gates and stuff. So we had chaos gates and we had to custom build the track out of like Necromunda stuff. But like we, they said it was like $10,000 worth of GW product that... Some of it was stuff that, like, I, I didn't know it was in their warehouse because it's not for sale anymore. <laughs> like, like, so, like, you know, there's boxes there for a while it's gone, but... And, I mean, we tore in... It's something... Very few things are stock standard out of everything we built, out of all that. And there's a nice. lot of custom-built stuff, like, using parts here and there. It's... I, I, we're all really proud of it, and I can't wait to put it all together. That's the other thing, too. Like, it's so big. Like, this, this mag train, like, the track itself goes 30 feet. Wow. The train probably covers a third of it. So we were finishing up the magnetizing and all that sort of stuff. and But like I, we don't have enough space to lay it all out in, in its entirety. So the first time it's going to be laid out in entirety is going to be at the event. So I can't wait. That's um, going to be cool. And yeah, also, I hope it ships because I have to. I don't want to be gluing it back together. Like a few, <laughs> few things here and there. It's going to happen. But like, oh. Ugh. Yeah, that sounds cool. I can't yeah. wait to see it. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, and then outside of that, like I said, just, just I have built, I have spent deep thought here. Hold on. In the past four days, I've spent at least twelve solid hours list building, talking to people about list building for my high elves for this event, looking yeah. at the comp pack, back and forth, like. Last night actually was it was fun. That my my friend Tom, uh, he's he's a big like he never left fantasy. He never stopped, and he becomes this event if he could. But we were I was like three old fashions in. We were like an hour three. <laughs> like it was just like boom boom boom, just back and forth. Because here's the problem, Neil. You've seen my high elf collection, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I have forty sea guard. I have thirty spearmen. I have forty white lines. I have forty phoenix guard. I have fifty sword masters. It's just on and on and on and on. I can build any style list I want. <laughs> and that's yeah. where the problem comes in. Because it's just yeah. like <sighs> You got paralysis by analysis. Yeah. And it, it's it it's odd too. Cause like I was playing people locally who weren't super competitive. Not and I was like, hey I'm bringing a tournament style list. And they're like, that's fine. Whatever you can, you can kick my ass. And I'm just doing work it's doing work and then i played alex i helped him build his list i'm helping him through the game and granted it was because of one bad leadership role but like he won the game which is fine like i'm not upset about losing but then that triggered me to go okay what do i need to change like yeah i, I like yeah. how do not not necessarily was like oh i'm afraid alex is going to beat me the next time because we're, we're doing a practice games tomorrow we're playing like three or four games tomorrow but it's nice. more of like how do i prevent what just happened to the best of my ability uh -huh. so like more rank steadfast box hordes death star so like that's that's the world i've been living in it's been fun and it's been it's it's been enjoyable and it's been frustrating <laughs> yeah um i'll tell you yeah, my list cool. i can't wait to see the the, the final final product here <laughs> I, yeah i i will tell you after i don't want to put it up yet because i don't you know i don't want it out there because i don't know if it's finalized <laughs> but i'll tell you what i'm thinking after the call I'll bug you for a couple hours if I can. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not your guy for competitive uh, Warhammer Fantasy, but uh, we're competitive anything, really. No. Um, this but, is uh... I didn't because like I'm I'm not competitive in Sigmar. I just enjoy it. I have fun. I try to win. 
-hmm. And I used to be really competitive in fantasy, but ever since we came back to it, I wasn't competitive. I was just having fun. But then sign up for a tournament, and my bra like, brain and fantasy went back together, and it's just like, you need to wreck shit, Chuck. You need to, like, yeah. I won't be upset if I lose. Like, it's not going to be that, because, like, it's still a dice game. Crazy shit happens. But it's just like, I'm trying to prepare as... I've never prepared so hard for an event since I think... That Ren 4 that I won best order at. Uh-huh. And that was probably five years ago. Did you have daughters? Or did you I, have it, was, it was daughters that came because I could spam okay. so many witch elves and I took Kraith and like it was just like it was just like unstoppable. Like it wasn't yeah. unstoppable, but like I was just like I was in. And I was just like going, going, going. Like but and, and I managed to dodge the two people, Bill and Roger, who could stop me. <laughs> Oh yeah, and that was back in the days of like you had like a a five plus five plus five plus ward. Yeah, something crazy. So it was just like <laughs> stupid. I was just watching actually Warhammer Weekly when they were talking about the additions and everything, and yep. they're talking about those uh, the heady days in uh, in you know Age of Sigur two point and or maybe it's just one when everything stacked for the witch. One everything stacked. Two wasn't everything, but you could still have a lot going on. Like yeah. a lot of my buffs were just free. Yeah, as opposed to but yeah, like the. It's crazy, but yeah, it's it's been fun and frustrating, and I hope I go up there and go zero and five and go. Yep, I need to just stop this forever. Because, uh -huh. <laughs> like I said, I don't I don't care if I lose, but like I'm 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 preparing like I'm going to I'm trying to go take this event. That's where my mind's at. It's weird, but yeah, I don't know. With that proxied uh, high elf army, I have you know where like you know I three D printed the army or whatever, and I have yeah. some stuff like that's legit too yeah. from the things that you've given me and all that. Uh, when I was getting back into it, it's just uh, you know I wonder about myself. You know if I can if I can print as many sword masters as I want <laughs> or as many <laughs> phoenix guard. Uh, you know most of the time the reason why I'm not terribly competitive is uh, I go to war with the army that I have. Right. But if I can just make the army that I want appear, well, yeah, <laughs> that's right. different. <laughs> well, so it's it's literally that. But my 3D printing is my old old buying habits slash people giving me stuff because they were mad because the old world uh, went away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot. I have a lot of free stuff from people because they were stupid. <laughs> they gave it to me. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been my hobby lately. Uh, so it's it's crazy. It's all over the place. Uh, I'm knee deep in fantasy. I'm trying to prep for uh, my my Sigmar event, and I have to sort of to a narrative 40k thing in next week. So can't wait to screw up these rules. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> God. I've not. I've actually. I think I've spent two minutes looking at new 40k. That's it. I so I've had fun with it, but the problem I have is I do like. I like my Space Marines. I I do like my Dark Angels, but they're usually boring to play, and everyone plays them. So I want to play something different. My two other armies are Eldari, the Inari version of it, which are way too overpowered. Yeah. And the other version I have is Drukari, which are way underpowered. Oh. <laughs> and it's just like. I'm either going to just lose every game or win every game or I have to take Space Marines and just be bored every game. Yeah. So I just that's why I'm not really playing 40k just yet. I, I, I like it, the games I've played. I think it's a good addition, but... Yeah. We'll wait and see once all the codexes come out. Yeah. But I'll get back into it. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, uh, some, I got some fun news. Um, you saw the... Uh, old world news recently about the movement phase. I know you and Matt covered the strategy phase last time. We did. Uh, I we we are we are definitely in danger, based upon my brain and your your brain. 
that this just becomes an old world podcast. <laughs> so in order to prevent that, because there's some great people out there doing great stuff. Uh, Neil, yes, you, you, you saw Russ from Facehammer. They're uh-huh. doing old world coverage now. Russ is a, a gem of knowledge. So check out Facehammer's coverage of that. Yeah. And also uh, my friend Val... Uh, Heffelfinger, he's an old 40k guy. Oh, not old, but like he's a 40k guy. But he, he fell in love with fantasy a year and a half, two years ago. Kind of around the same time, like, we were... I was dragging you guys back through it. And he's yeah. the one running this tournament up at the mini wargaming bunker I'm going to in a few weeks. But he always had, like, a podcast they would do every once in a while uh, on Rob's show, The Honest Wargamer. But yeah. they still do it together, but they've split it off into its own separate podcast, so it doesn't just get lost in the mix of Rob's AOS stuff. Um, yeah. First core channel. So, and they do some really good coverage too, like some deep thought, like they're, you know, I think you know, Rob played since eighth edition, Val's been exploring everything. So check out square based or square Bast If you're in the, if you're in the know podcast uh, or, or face hammer, both are doing excellent yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But what did you think in general? Cause you've, I, I know you watch the face hammer stuff. Um, yeah. What do, you, um, what do you think in general of the movement phase? Movement phase, um, I'm very intrigued by the triple movement in the marching columns. Um, the only thing that I think about with that is just like, you know, let's say I have a block of 40 whatever, right? And I have mm-hmm. them in a marching column and I march them. And then I want to take them out of a marching column and put them into a regular formation. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, closed something or other? Closed formation. I forget. Yeah. Closed formation. Uh, then I conceivably if i want to keep them on a movement tray have to take them off that marching column movement tray put them onto a different <laughs> marching uh tray like to the point where i'd almost rather print 40 spearmen <laughs> print them and paint them rather than take them off and put them on something else because i mean like how do you do that and like maintain your unit right where it's supposed to be you know um, so what I would say is what you want to think about with that. Um, Cause yeah, that's the immediate, like how is this going to be logistically possible? You're probably, right. cause like the way they have the rank size, you're probably not going to ever be like, if you have a, if you have a unit of 15 guys or 10 guys, yeah. that's easy. Change it real quick, move it. You move on with your day. That's moving three or four models into like that rank sure. of three. If yeah. you, if you have a horde, which is literally anything that's 15, not a horde, but like if you have anything that's 15 plus models where it becomes unwieldy, what you're going to do yeah. is just turn that tray sideways, march it, and just maybe like change a guy on the side that's for the new facing. And you you just tell your opponent, like, that's the facing now. I, I just I put the banner yeah. up there. You know, he's at the front. I'll move him back when they reface the right way I want. Yeah. Like I said, it's, yeah, like like, okay. it's, it's going to be a just tell your opponent what you're doing. You're, it, yeah, it's going to be like Sigmar. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see because, you know, those. Uh... <laughs> fantasy people tend to be a little bit more, you know, cranky about their movement, right? You know, so, uh, sure. um, I see, yeah, I, so. it's going to be interesting. I, I'm, I, I, I definitely want to be part of them. And I know you probably do as well. Like with our content is, you know, we're not big, but I want to be a positive force for this game coming out to develop that yeah. community in a positive way. Like, you know, you and I've done that through Sigmar. We've been here since the beginning and we, helped build it up with other fantastic people in this hobby of just like this is the culture so i'm wanting to do that with old world with whatever pull and reach that i i may have with my bullshit (laughs) yeah that'd be nice that'd be nice it actually would be uh 
taking that uh, Sigmar spirit and uh, yeah. pouring it back into where it originally began. Exactly. <laughs> but maybe yeah. was was drowned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we sifted it out into AOS, and now we want to pour it back in. You yes, know? exactly. Uh, maybe with a stronger voice this time. So yeah. So I, and, a, and and I'm not alone. Um, you know, like that, that that Val, like the and and Rob, they want to do that. Um, and uh, I know talking to AOS coach too, like he's doing old world stuff too. He wants that as well. So there's there's enough of us out there that I think we'll be able to have a, a nice good community, and the grognards won't be grognarding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see i mean listen <laughs> i i yeah you, you try to go with love and empathy that's what that's what we gotta do like i th- i have things i have jokes i could throw off my head but they're mean and it's not worth saying so i'm just gonna move past it um there we go already trending in the right direction yeah there we go <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah like i actually i really like the change to charging did you did you catch that one I did. So you roll two dice, you take the um, highest. the highest die, mm-hmm. and then you add it into whatever your movement is. Right. So it's as much as I love those boom twelve inch charge. Like yeah. okay, it's fine in Sigmar. It, you know, when I'm looking at fantasy now, like eighth edition playing that, I look at that kind of concept of like, well, if it was this, that would make that turn one sort of jockeying position less a thing yeah it makes like it makes the board feel like it's a little bit bigger because you're not moving as far it makes that triple move a lot more enticing to actually do now what doesn't that um kind of decrease the length of your charges based on that yeah so so it's interesting that they've gone and they've they've made this marching column that makes you move your basic move farther yes right um of course with penalties you know you don't get you don't get your rank bonus all that kind of stuff um but then your charges are shorter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you wonder if, if you're going to see more, like you know, we were kind of talking about, you know, kind of off uh, about like, you know, when are you going to see a marching column used? Because you certainly don't want to get hit, you know, while you're in that marching column. But like, if you don't have, I mean, you don't have a lot of charge range, right? Maybe you'll see a little bit more of that, you know? Um, I guess, you know, from that aspect though, I mean, cavalry becomes... A real intriguing option, yeah. Because they, just they move D6. far, yeah. That, yeah. So, okay. You know, they, should, the, they, should be quicker. they should be quicker. Yeah. So, I mean, really, I mean, marching columns are going to really have to fear cavalry, especially like heavy cavalry charges, things like that. Even, even a, a light cavalry charge, if you don't get your rank bonus, you yeah. get smacked by that, you could lose. You know. <laughs> yeah, and, and then here's the thing too. Well, I mean, it's not going to be too much. Um, because you could be, they haven't talked about it too much yet, um, but like you might not just break and run away. You might just be pushed back. Yeah. Which yeah. I wonder how bad, I think old maybe thing, what but... it is, I wonder if, if you have to be under a certain percentage of your actual unit to break, like to fully break away. They talked, I forget, I think they talked a little bit about it in the rally when they talked about the strategic phase. I, I can't quite remember. Like I said, I, and, and I'm, I'm trying not to absorb old world to its fullest extent because the last thing i want to do is go to this fantasy event <laughs> and start using rules that don't even exist yet oh uh, yes so, well, now you know how i felt when i was re-entering the fantasy world <laughs> yeah. all the different uh you know crap yeah. in my head yeah. I, I, I still i'm still excited for it um very much so and like i said i'm intrigued and i think they said shooting is the next so we'll see that next monday i think yeah it seems to be the releasing yeah. monday and yeah, so and then, and, uh, then combat. Yeah, so 
And still, I mean, you know, you're not even going into the special rules and everything yet. So figuring out, you know, well, are they, they going to have step fast? Are they going to have, you know, what is that all going to look the, like? In the movement, they did talk about skirmishers being a universal rule. So uh -huh. I think we are, I mean, we're definitely going to have universal special rules. It's not going to be, I guess it's still a keyword type thing, but it's a very different type of keyword thing. Yeah, so. I mean, that's how it was in the past, though, too. Right. right. I, mean, I, I, I was wondering if they were going to, like, keep that, you have to reference a book like that, but it seems like they are. Yeah, yeah. It's sounding like, uh, and I know the guy uh, who's uh, channels the Great Book of Grudges, he oh, was saying yeah. this too, but it's sounding like, Another great like one they're keeping very much the core of fantasy. Like they're adding some stuff. They're, they're you know, there's going to be some new stuff, but it really feels like it's going to be, you know, fantasy ninth edition, really, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's kind of, uh, you know, a nice thing. So we'll all be familiar with most of what's going on. It'll be a good time, and most of us have armies ready to go. Yes, because I, I, I still like that they said, "Hey, if you want to start playing, and you guys all have old base sizes, as long as you're all on the old base sizes, you're fine." Yeah, well, I think that's going to be. I think it's going to be harder and harder to maintain that. Um, but well, it's, I mean, it's going to be okay with the club group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here's here's the thing. I my local group here that plays, they don't want to worry about rebasing. That's like that's fine. Yeah, but I'm going to eventually go to a tournament. So I'm making it. I'm. I have enough high elves, and I'll buy a few extra things that I'm going to make a new high elf army that's old world, all in new bases. Yeah, and it'll just yeah. be separate. I think I'm going to rebase mine, and you know, I've been kind of up in the air about you know, am I going to just print out like the new, um, the new uh, movie trays, yep. and then just put the guys in, and then whatever. But I wonder, like, if you're going to start switching in and out of. Like we talked about, um, you know, the different formations and everything. Is that going to complicate it? I don't know. I guess if we just spin them like you're talking about, probably not. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll I wondered see. about that. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. I think eventually people will eventually move on. They'll rebase. But I'm glad they're not forcing it now because that's the last argument I want to deal with. I've rebased more models than anybody <laughs> else AOS, ever it's has. It's like the AOS 0.5 or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Like the initial AOS argument all over again. All these, well, going well, back. All these thousands of of dwarves and not dwarves, I never touched them. My high elves, my wood elves, my dark elves—they were all rebased for Sigmar, and then they all went uh -huh. back because the rules changes and stuff. So I don't want to hear anyone complain yeah. about base. I just, I just did it. And you know what? It took maybe a few days to do literally a couple thousand models. It's not hard. This was. <laughs> it's not. It's not as hard. You can't to speak to us in like Chuck ability, right? Yeah, like you yeah. gotta, you gotta be common man here. You yeah, know, common man. That's gonna take him a month, but whatever. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Take, taking those bad jokes and throwing them away. Don't need them. Not in the, not in the peace and love universe we're gonna be in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the hobby. And with tonight's show, uh, we're gonna be talking about those events I'll be going to actually, just for some fun. Uh, and the first one is going to be the Warhammer World... No. Gosh. Uh, World Championships of Warhammer. <laughs> the name that go. does not roll off the tongue. I'll get it. Hashtag Ooh. WCW. Ooh, yeah! yeah. We're going to keep doing it. You should. Never, <laughs> never stop. Never stop doing it. So, it's nice. Uh, I mean, it's been fun because like, I have my plane ticket. We're having the run of show, like planning all the stuff. I'm excited because... I get to see a lot of people internationally that I talk to all the time, you know, like Coach Phil and you know, just all of wonderful people. But I'm very excited for it. Mm -hmm. I'm also excited because I have a direct flight. <laughs> nice. 
That's I, really nice. I, I have to fly two more times this year, and it's in the holiday season. And I was like, direct flight, please. And it was like, gotcha. Universe yeah. has my back. So, what is the World Championship of Warhammer? Let's see. The best and brightest players from over 40 different countries will come together and answer the ultimate question, who's the best Warhammer player in the world? Obviously, they're doing it with Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age Sigmar, Kill Team, and Underworlds. Events are varying in size. This was that whole golden ticket thing that I'm sure you heard about throughout the year, where Games Workshop... Because we did, we did it last year, where... Actually, we did it since we had these events, like the, um, the US Open events. If you won in Sigmar or 40k, you got a golden ticket. Which meant they paid you to go to this venue, and they covered your hotel, your flight, your food, and you went and go play Warhammer and see who's the best that year. Did that um, past couple years. This mm -hmm. year, they threw it out much more open. Granted, the only ones that were getting full coverage as far as plane, food, and hotel are the ones that won the GW events specifically. I think that's the case. I'm not, Or maybe it's... I think, yeah, I think that's still the case. Don't quote me on that one. I'm not involved in that side of things. But uh, but they went out to the larger community, to all these wonderful events across the world, and said, hey, if you're interested in being able to provide a golden ticket based upon your event, let us know info about your event. You know, like, they don't want to just give it out to, like, like, Terathy. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's me and my buds. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to happen, yeah. but, like, they're, like, they want to, they want to try to hit bigger events, like, where you'd have people traveling in make it exciting so, you know and a lot of events went for it um so you know big obviously 40k has much more events i think they have a bigger share um then followed by sigmar and then kill team underworlds all that sort of stuff so they're gonna be battling out to see who's the best in the world now interestingly enough uh and actually if you go to the warhammer community website uh there's uh, on november 1st there's an article that we're, we're perusing. They actually have the packs up that you can read all about it in more detail than we're going to go into. But yeah, like looking at the players from around the world, Andorra, I, 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 this is my American kicking in. Where is Andorra? I need to Google Maps this thing real quick. Yeah, I've, I honestly have no idea. Yeah. But... Andorra. It's in Europe. I recognize that flag. Huh. Tiny hmm. independent principality situated between France and Spain in the Pyrenees Mountains. Ski no resorts. kidding. Ooh, fun. Learn something today. There you go. Argentina. As, a, as an ignorant American I, who does not know geography. Uh, well, it is. yeah. It's a small principality. Didn't know we counted those as countries. Eh? No, I'm kidding. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, Argentina, Australia, Austria, Belgium, Canada, Chile, China, Colombia, Denmark, England, Finland, Gr France, Germany, Gibraltar, Greece, Hungary, Hong Kong, uh, Iceland, Ireland, Italy, Japan, Luxembourg, Malta, Mexico, Northern Ireland, Norway, Peru, Philippines, Poland, Romania, Scotland, Singapore, Slovakia, Slovenia, South Korea, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, Thailand, Netherlands, Ukraine, United States, Vietnam, and Wales. How the hell are you going to play somebody from, you know, like, I don't know. I don't speak Korean, so. Well, I think what, I, this is one of the things I, you can't quote me on for sure. Um, but, well, I, I, okay, I know this for sure. We are having international judges as well. 
GW is flying them in. They're working as part of the events team for the weekend. Um, mm. You know, from not everywhere, but like you know, we ha we have. Uh, we have but now have a French judge. We do actually. We have. We have a, well, oh, okay, for Sig for Sigmar, I think we just have uh, a handful, and it's they're Australian or English or American. <laughs> No, but, you better help. You better hope you're not from the U.S. of A. and get the French judge. That's actually, the Olympics are any indicator. Actually, that's there's, not a, a good idea. there's a wonderful gentleman, uh, Mathieu, uh, from France. Uh, he's one of the international 40k judges. I got to talk to him at the last event I was at. He's wonderful. There's gentleman Calvin, Germany. Like it's all going to be good. Uh, but probably, like what they're going to do is what um, the all the like world events that team events that happen is English is the common language. So I'm assuming that might be the case, or we'll see. I mean, to be honest, too, like you can Google Translate pretty easily now, but they'll be in a hall. I I don't I don't know. That's that's gonna be fine. It's all it's all gonna work out, but it'll be, mm. it'll be interesting to see. Um, because here's the thing too. Like I know what Australia, America, and the UK are like in temperament when playing on a Warhammer table. Mm -hmm. I don't know what someone from Mexico is like or China. I don't know what their temperament is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not saying that's going to be bad, but like, you know, like, not even culture based, but just like the country you're in, you kind of develop a style of playing Warhammer. Yeah. And it's very interesting to see that mix. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Like, I'm, this is one of the coolest things that I get to see. Sounds wild. I mean, it really does. It sounds wild. It sounds, I mean, it's, it's literally the Olympics of Warhammer. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, for sure. And I did, I did saw um, a gentleman, Phil, over in the UK. His name's Big Phil. Uh, he put up, they put up the pairings for at least the Sigmar. Uh, and it's, I think, half the, and half the field for Sigmar, I think, is US based. And I'm, I'm wondering if 40K is similar. There's, it's just easier to travel, that sort of stuff. Um, but not only are you playing against all these people, to see who's the best throughout this these GTs. There's also like a subsystem where every time you uh wherever you like you place, like you'll earn points for your country. And it'll be prorated in, in a correct way so it's actually fair, uh, if it is heavy on like the US side of things, to see which country can earn the most points. So even if you go up like Let's let's be honest. Someone's gonna fly halfway across this this world, coming to play Warhammer, wanting to do their best to represent their country, their community, and all that stuff. They're gonna show up round one, and they're gonna lose, and that's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that sucks. But you're just like you know you have to you know have that compassion. And be like you went through a lot, but hey, we're here. We're you're, you made it here. Like that's that in itself is fantastic keep enjoying yourself and a good way to keep enjoying yourself so okay well you lost one game keep playing and win pride for your country and help your country do better mm -hmm. so i, I kind of like that it's it's simple it's neat i'm sure there's someone out there who's complaining about it but whatever uh it's kind of yeah. fun it's just a, it's a cool way to do it like i you know like i i'm never gonna be good enough to make it to a, a, a world team event thing but um mm -hmm. You know, I still enjoy them, and I like watching them. I like cheering on my country. Yeah, it'll be neat just to even be there and and work in it and all that. So 
Yeah, that's the other thing. I yeah, since I can't ever like if you can't win, just to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like uh, I'd love to go to the the Olympics as like you know some some schlub who's working in the Olympic Village. I mean, that'd be like so cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll make somebody's coffee. Just like let me in. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get all those uh, cardboard right. beds to keep them from sexing around. Right. You have to. Right. <laughs> yeah, Neil will set up those cardboard beds. He won't replace them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, but you know, you go on looking at this more, there's, and here's the thing too, this is going to be like, there is, there's going to be coverage, not only there's going to be coverage in multiple languages for this event, like mm. it's, it's going to be big. So like all, it's going to be a global event. Are they going to have it up on Twitch and everything too? Yes. So the main, the main stream will be up on Twitch. Um, we, you know, we have the usual crew and a couple people flying in from other countries we have I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna say their name in case something happens, they get sick or their flights get cancelled or you know mm -hmm. I, so I won't say out all the names, but you know, the core crew will be on the Twitch TV will be a, for, you know, a mix of US, Australian and UK. Mm -hmm. But they're gonna have streams I, I'm not sure if it'll be like a, a official Warhammer or they're just allowing other streamers from different countries come to like Sp Spanish and French and give you know German. Like I, they're they're planning to do a lot. Now, are they the streams themselves? Are they going to have like like forty k day, or are there going to be like multiple streams of the different type of, uh, um, I guess, games going on? I know for the international, it's probably going to be like the international ones are probably going to be just forty k. It's so big. Um, oh, okay. For for the core stream though, it is going to be a mix of Sigmar and forty k. It's not just going to be all forty k. I'm not sure if they're going to switch it day by day i have a feeling that what they'll do is they'll have two stream tables one for 40k one for sigmar because i know some, nice. i know some people coming there are sigmar players who are going to be helping with the stream team so or you know or sigmar knowledgeable so mm -hmm. and they also are 40k knowledgeable so they could be bouncing between the games and understand what's happening pretty quickly so i have a feeling that's how it's going to happen but we'll wait and see but it, it is going to be a mix of both so it's going to be a big celebration plus there's the preview stream thursday friday whatever next week um but yeah so like the championships are playing thursday friday saturday sunday like that's like what eight games or something it's crazy uh trying to think oh okay so thursday and friday players split into eight pools countries distributed evenly in those two days they're playing five games then the top eight, so the winner of each of those pools, essentially, uh, and the pools are 24 to 26 players, they go on for the next two days to play three to seven games in double elimination, which is how we did the event last year, because we had a smaller group. It was double elimination, and it went very smoothly, and usually longer rounds, but longer nights. Uh, and then everybody mm -hmm. else that lost go into a Saturday-Sunday three-game non-elimination just to, just to earn points for their country and it's kind of like a secondary tournament like an R an rtt so they can they'll be a best general out of this group too so you know it's it's okay. so the people who are fighting for the top keep going double elimination people who lost can still fight for glory and trophies and all that fun stuff um that's it same thing for sigmar just i think the numbers might be slightly smaller for the size of it um mm -hmm. and then i'm not sure about underworlds and kill team those are much much smaller representation so i don't know how they're gonna work <laughs> mm. but 
this is real interesting, and I'm going to be checking in on it. Granted, I'm going to be dressed as a Katachan, because I'm going to be in the 40k Grand Narrative side of things, which goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six games, two hour, two two games per day, full narrative fun, and it's, it's a blast. I can't wait. But, like, the fact that I think the largest narrative in the world, largest narrative event in the world's happening, because we're bigger than last year, and last year was big. And the World Championships of Warhammer, like, this is going to be... Like, to me, this should be the Warhammer weekend. Not, here's mm. Warhammer Day, whatever. Like, no, this is Warhammer Day. <laughs> like, it's Warhammer for four days if you're streaming, uh, or five days if you're uh, flying in, or six days if you're working it. <laughs> hmm. uh, let's see, let's scroll down more. And let's, yep, oh, okay, it's more award eligibility. Like I said, plenty of awards. Uh, in the championship bracket, the people who win all the pods, you have best general, overall, painted, faction, sportsmanship, country team spirit, and some other special awards that they're keeping kind of hidden. Like, you have fun ones. And then on the world bracket, it's going to be the same except for best general because the best general is clearly in the top eight people that beat everybody else. So mm-hmm. still really fun to see that many awards and trophies. Like I said the website has the packs out for everything. Uh, Could you imagine the stress <laughs> of winning all that like winning advancing the top eight and then finally being on that top table I, no i can't i would fall i can't so either hard. i would fall oh <laughs> i'd be like i'd be sweating i'd be a mess man i'd be just a mess i <laughs> trying to think i suppose these guys have been there before though you know but yeah uh, they're, they're used to it like you know mm-hmm. I, I was a mess when i was you know won that be- best order at your event before that, <laughs> I was a mess at like a, a store championship for X Wing that I played, and that was only like five games, and I was a mess during that. And, the, and then before that, the only time else I was a mess was just like my first fantasy one day tournament, and I was on the top table in the last game, and I choked hard. <laughs> like, yeah, I got it's choked so hard I got third. <laughs> like uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not up there enough to feel it. But yeah, these people will be in it to win it um god bless them because that's that's a lot of games too yeah but anyway let's talk about the grand narrative side of things real quick so this year we're in the palette system p-a-l-a-t uh and once again if you search for the warhammer grand narrative um you can see all this fun stuff um and buy tickets still but what's really fun about it is just like last last year, there was a it was a whole system, uh, where it was multiple planets and like, you know, each room represented its own planet. And there's people like me; they called us Vox Localum, which essentially is we're in charge of that room. We'll answer rules questions, but we we are heavily in character, in lore, like you know, like mannerisms, words, all that sort of stuff. We make the rooms, like I was in the jungle, so we had it, it incense infuser for plants. Like it, it, it smelled like plant, you know, like plant life. We had tropical noises in the background. We turned the heat up in that room as opposed to the uh, one room that was the cold table or the cold the cold world. They turned they, they actually turned it down so it was cold and you know like not like uncomfortable but like you could tell you could tell. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I've I've uh, remember that year uh, we ran uh, bars and it was so like it was like a hundred degrees and the air conditioning cut out all the beef. <sighs> A lot of gamers in there. A lot of beef to be to be messing with a the thermostat. <laughs> I mean, okay, these are these are also big 
like conference style buildings so like there's more room for that error okay okay um, I, I hope you're circulating <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's very good circulation yeah. it's it's all good just but... make sure you got something about showering in the pack that's all i'm saying <laughs> but it, it's it's super fun this year what i'm excited like in this year i think it's one planet and there's like different bubbled ecosystems so like but it's still like it's all varied and different uh unfortunately the table that me and my crew built that's not the table that's not the room i'm part of I'm once again becoming a Catachan, which I'm happy. When they figured out stuff last year, they're like, yeah, Chuck will be the Catachan because he works out. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. I, I feel good. Like, uh, you know. Um, yeah. So I didn't know what I was going to be this year. I'm actually reprising my role as my same characters last year, which I'm the only person doing this. All the other characters are gone or elsewhere. But they're pulling my character through because uh, he has a little bit of sneakiness. Something's going on. He he works for someone bigger than uh, than just the Catachan army, possibly. So it's kind of fun. So I get to reprise my role and and adjust it a little bit. It's super like I don't know. I'm really fun. I'm really into it. <laughs> I'm it. not looking forward to wearing combat boots for four days in a row, three days in a row. No. It won't be as bad this year because last year we bought them brand new at the event because like you know sizes and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was breaking them in during this event. It took a month and a half for me to get feeling back in my pinky toes. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I guess I was just like I was like it was funny because like thankfully there's a lot of guys I know who uh, were or are in the military, uh-huh. and even at this event like like I and I wore comfies. I wore I wore big plush socks. Like I did. I knew I knew how to wear boots that weren't broken in, but yeah. not combat boots. More like hiking boots, which hurt your yeah. feet in a different way. So I was just messaging them after, like, hey, is this normal? And they're like, yeah, you're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> like, it, it will return. This is just, it just sucks. Um, <laughs> hopefully they're more broken in this year. Uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I, I'm very excited to be part of that. Like I said, it's going to be a great weekend. Um, and you will see plenty of pictures. <laughs> well, like, def- definitely next week there won't be a podcast. But follow me on my instagram especially my instagram my twitter i'll post some pictures but it's so much easier on instagram just post pictures as things go about the day so mm-hmm. strength underscore hammer and you can see all the fun I, I'll another be- year uh, another no uh, grand narrative for sigmar mm. we are all arguing for it don't you worry because <laughs> like it, this has grown enough that okay if we take you know, you could probably take a percentage of size of an event and assume you could get that for, for Sigmar. Mm-hmm. So this is this big, and we've grown it this year, which means it's probably big enough that, like, okay, people want to do this. We could probably do a Sigmar one in the next year or two that would be big enough to offset the cost. Because that's the thing, too. There's a lot of cost in the narrative end. Like, the we, it, it, this goes all out. Oh, so, yeah. Trust me, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it more than most. <laughs> yeah. So like that that's that's why it hasn't happened. They 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 need we're proving that like yeah it's worth that risk, but we'll get there. Uh, but yeah. But Neil, do you have any points of interest from from these these two major events happening at the same time in Atlanta, Georgia? No, I, mean, I, I can't I can't wait to log in. That's why I asked you about the Twitch and everything. I'm definitely going to be watching. Um, do I? Um, I don't really care too much, you know, about the 40k stuff going on, but uh, that's how I wondered if the uh, Sigmar was going to be screened as well at the same time. But um, so let me ask you this, do soft scores enter into 
these uh like the the results and everything and not maybe not so much as like uh sportsmanship but more like um more like painting is painting yeah, for yes because like we do paint judging at all of these events and that will affect your score for best overall okay not best general best general they're, okay they're which is out. i think yeah, the way it should be so yeah, yeah. Because some yeah. people want to push for it, some people just want to smash face, and they're not the best painter. So there's a chance for both. Yeah. It will be interesting, though. I mean, I'm so, I'm surprised there's not like a certain base. I mean, I'm sure there is a base level in the pack. This is you have to have around it's, painted to it's, whatever. Yeah, you but. have to be battle ready, which is you know, three yeah. like whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. yeah. So. And yeah, but regardless. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get to see some really cool models. Love to see stuff coming out. I mean. I, I kind of want to see what these other guys in these other countries are doing with their stuff, you know? Oh, so yeah. uh, I think it's uh, super interesting. So like list design, uh, how they're painting their stuff. What kind of conversions are they doing? Like what army, right. like what if Luxembourg comes and they're just like, all, uh, Hey, we're all Eldari over here. Like, yeah. okay, that's neat. That's different. <laughs> yeah. As long as I don't see like, you know, a, a duck with a can of pop behind it as a, as a Skyhawk chariot, then, uh, yeah. <laughs> That I'm in, all right. <laughs> breaks your heart. Breaks your heart to see it. It really does. Yep. Oh my god. Which, by the way, can I just jump in here real quick? Uh, uh, kind of shift a little sidebar. Yeah. I can't wait for them to put back out that Skyhawk chariot. That has to come back. It has to come back soon. So I need my Skyhawk chariot. So, I've never had one. <laughs> so okay, let me ask you this. Um, after the show. I know somebody who's selling a lot of Hyle stuff right now. No, oh, really? And one of the things I was interested in, he has two of these. He has two of these new in box, the, the Skycutter really? Chariot. And I'm interested in one of them. So maybe I'll, maybe we'll figure out what you and I would be willing to pay for, for one. And I say, hey, mm. I'm going to give you this for two. And we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll talk. Because, yeah, it's I only have one of those, and I want a second one. They're so cool. <laughs> They're so cool. They're so stupid. I love them. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. I think in the game too, but whatever. Uh, no, because but yeah, no, that's the, uh, get, getting back onto the onto the subject though. <laughs> no, no, no. you said it's terrible. Hey, let me tell you why it's not. You can put the bolt thrower on it. <laughs> I've been looking at that thing. I might, it's been in and out of my list a couple times. You can put a bolt really? thrower on it. It's pretty mobile good. Bolt, bolt thrower, maybe. I don't mm, know. It's pretty. It's mobile. I feel like those points could go elsewhere, but you know, <laughs> they have. Ultimately, they have. They went into more yeah. white lines. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the other event I'm going to be attending the weekend after is the Square-based GT up at the Mini Wargaming Bunker in Welland, Ontario. Or well, yeah, Welland, Ontario. So it's only four and a half hours away from me, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm coming up there with my good friend Alex. Um, and he's also taking High Elves, which has been a treat whenever we're playing each other because it's like, okay... We have to ignore our rules that make us very good with always re-rolling and stuff and striking first because we're both always strikes first. We strike an initiative and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. We'll be ready for the mirror match, that's for sure. We will be. Um, but tomorrow we will get him a game in. Uh, I think one of the crew of the bar now is going to play a game with him, go over there. So he can, he can play something that's not high elves. Because I get that. He's, he's yeah. busy, he's not. So he, like, I need to see what your power actually is so you can yeah. go experience it and you know what you can do. Because it is yeah. very, it changes up a lot, especially too. Like, I want to cast magic; he can stop it. it, it it's yeah. But, that was always my my problem with uh, old fantasy and the thought of actually going to a tournament, which I never did. I never. Went I never to a have tournament. either. The only the only um, fantasy tournament was Tayrathi for me. 
and that was a very yeah. casual tournament. I didn't. I took dark elves. I didn't even take high elves. So, yeah. So I um yeah I guess Tervrathi is the only one I ever went to as well. But yeah. like um even there though like you know I kind of knew what armies I was gonna see, but yeah. I did not play a lot of different armies. And so then you think about going to a tournament, you're like, oh, you know, I never played orcs and goblins. And all of a sudden there's an orcs and goblins. And it's like you have high elves and you have like this little bit of the table and that's all your models. And then their models are like the entire table. You're like, how do I beat that? (laughs) (laughs) And you can. can. But if you haven't ever done it before, you know, it becomes a very intimidating uh, view of the table. As a high elf player, if I see goblins across the table in any facet, I say, do you have Grom the Paunch? If they say yes, I go, okay, it's going to be a battle. If they say no, cool. Enjoy taking endless fear tests because you're afraid of me. <laughs> right, right, yeah. But yeah, that's going to be exciting. I've played a lot of fantasy, like even before the one. I played fantasy when it was around. I played a lot of different factions. But still, I wasn't always playing competitive people. I don't, it, even with this event, like it's, I think it's 32, maybe 34 man event. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, like, I, I read the pack. Actually, let me get the pack up here. Where did I put the pack? Hmm. I put it somewhere. It's the FAQ. But reading the pack, like, it, it's clear, too, that, you know, Val's been into this, and he's getting other people into it as well, that he wants to encourage people to come play. Like, let's play some fantasy. Let's have a good time. But I also know there's some people who played back in the day, like myself. So you, you read the pack and you're just like, ah, eh, you know, like, there's going to be some allotments. Like, if you have round bases, we'll just make sure it works on a movement tray size and you'll stack your bases. Like, stuff like that. Um, painting gets you victory points for your total score. So painting's not a requirement. So, like, I'm, I'm not sure the skill level of this event. Like, mm-hmm. I go to Pittsburgh, I know the skill level of the event, it's pretty high. I can compete. I can go for a winner. You know, on a, on a if I go for if it's a one dayer, if I can get a win, out oh, great. If I go, yeah, I get two wins, fantastic. Um, you know, like two and three, three and two style. That, that's that's what it is. And I'd like to go yeah. three and two here. That that would be like what I'm really aiming for. If, Ooh, now you said four and one the last time we talked about this. Four and one. That's where we're going. Four and one. <laughs> I, this this list building thing is throwing me off. Um, Lowered expectations. No, you know, four and one. Right, right here, four and one. All right, but I don't know the skill level. Mm-hmm. Like, and because round one's random, and then it's gonna sort itself based upon like your comp score, pretty much. Because the lower comp you have, or the worse on the negative on the end of the comp that you have, because we're using a comp pack for this, um, mm-hmm. will affect your score. But those people are probably gonna win the games more because they have more broken, broken stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, am I? Like, I don't know. I don't know skill level, and that's throwing me off more than anything. I don't. I'm not afraid of any army, but I don't know. Like, if I walk up to somebody and they don't know how to play, okay, well, sure, let me teach you how to play while I kick your ass. But I can walk up to somebody who's actually been to major events for fantasy and have won them, and I'm just like, well, can I beat you? Because mm-hmm. like, there's also the benefit too. A lot of those old players that are coming, you know, the original old school players that are coming to play. I don't think a lot of them play as fantasy as often as I do even. So like, does that help me? Like, I, it's like my mind's all over the place with this event. I'm excited for it, <laughs> but like, I have no, and it's the, the no clue of what's going to happen is exciting. Mm-hmm. Like this is like going to my first Adepticon yeah. for Sigmar. What's old is new again. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. 
Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> okay, it's, anyway, but the pack's great. Um, I'll be now, are they using um, are you, they using the old um, comp where they're doing like what was the uh, twenty nil system? Yeah, so it's gonna be a twenty nil system. There's gonna be some extra points for painting, extra points based upon sportsmanship votes, extra points on something else. I forget what it was. Um, so the max you can score across the whole event with between five games with twenty nil system and all these extras is one hundred forty points in total. That's before comp kicks in. Then your comp score gets added at the end. And at first I was looking at it like, ah, I can probably be, I want to be at least neutral or positive. And then the more I kept looking at the pack and talking to my one friend, it's like, uh, who's played in these type of events. Comp score is like, I think it's at most 7% of my total score. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, I, then I, I'm very comfortable going minus four, minus five on my comp score. Because I can make it up if I win, and I don't think it's going to be as a, you know, it might matter in that last game that mm-hmm. I have to be like, I need to crush you because your comp's less than mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't know. I've not played with a comp system before. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, uh, I would, uh, I mean, I would go all in on the list personally, and then I would, uh, you know, if you lose in the comp score, well, then you, you, you learn something from the experience, right? right. But and you still have won, you know, four games, five games, right? Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, right? So, yeah. yeah. Well, so it, that's why I, 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 a minus four, minus five comp score for me, perfectly fine. The list I'm thinking I'm, that I'm going to test first tomorrow is a minus four. Mm. And there's like two things I'm thinking about switching to make it a minus five, mm. which we'll see. I, I'm trying to figure out what, what I want to do. What's um, Alex running? He's also doing high else now. He kind of has the uh, as far as his comp score goes. What's what's? Oh, uh, actually, I think his comp score might be net neutral. Okay. He has the um, sort of same issue that you you kind of have your as your constraint. He has to play with what he has. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, his stuff it's his old stuff, but it's still like he's always been an exceptional painter. Like uh-huh. if he wanted to borrow my stuff, he could. But like I even told him like you should you should go for a best painted award. Because your whole army looks fantastic. Right. So that's what he's doing. So, you know, I, th- I think, I mean, he's going to go try and win. And, like, his list is still solid. Like I said, it beat yeah. one of my lists. Um, we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Um, but I was like, yeah, you might as well go and push for paint, too, because you have that capability. Because yeah. that, that's the other thing, too. Like, my army is painted over, like, many years. And there's some stuff I bought from other people who got out of the game that was painted. So, like, there's a bit of a mix in mind that mm-hmm. I'm going to be fully painted and it looks okay in a unified force, but it's not perfectly unified. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to hit the paint score, but I don't think I'll be near the ring for top painted. Uh, it's over there. It's staring at me. Whole, whole big fucking block <laughs> of white lines and a larial. <sighs> yeah, it, it's I'm trying to think what else. Um, I'm just excited because, and here's the thing too. We know that there's going to be the old world releasing started next year. Mm-hmm. Rumors, grain of salt. I've I've heard from other shows is end of January into early February for release. Yeah, which I means I've been here it's February, but which means based upon what I got going on, because like probably in January we'll, we'll try and get together. We will the groups will get together whether it's a big group or it's two separate groups for the 
um, Garan Hexbase campaign. Mm -hmm. February, I'm going to Holy Wars, Holy Havoc, one of the Holies. Um, so this, <laughs> my first true uh, Warhammer Fantasy GT will also be my last. Which means I want to do well. Yeah, sure. Like Terathi was go, fun, but like that come was come in and go out on top. <laughs> <laughs> I retire from be fantasy. A fun story, right? You know, it would be. It's it like be. it's like the guy who comes in that hasn't played in your fantasy football league. He, you know, he he wins eight hundred dollars. You never see him again. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> by the way, that was me. I did that once. <laughs> at, at my my prior place of employment, when I had to go into the office. They would always be a poll, usually around the U.S. Open, mm -hmm. and everybody just got to pick a pick a player, and it was like you threw in like twenty bucks. And I was like, yeah, sure, and I, <laughs> I was like the third person, and I just picked a name at random. Mm -hmm. uh, it was McElroy, and he won that year, and I got a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who organized it, he got a couple. I gave him a little bit, like here you go, like thanks for organizing it. But yeah, I was like, and then like next year, they're like, hey Chuck, you want you want to jump in on this again? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The odds aren't there. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's fun. And like I said, the the one thing too, I will say about the comp uh, that was it was pulled, borrowed from somebody else, and, and adjusted to their own suited needs. Um, it doesn't necessarily purposely just beat out um, the worst offenders and make it like you don't want to play it. It does encourage a variety to your list, though. Like, like I said, even with the list, I, I'm gonna tell you. So I'll tell you later. You'll you'll see my list. You'll be like, "Wow, Chuck, that's 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 pretty uniform in one way." But like, it's still, it's not that bad on the comp score. I can go worse if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But also, it's gonna be at twenty five hundred points, which I usually played at twenty four hundred. Yeah, so. I've always liked twenty five. <laughs> So, I always I played it, the breakdown, but the twenty five hundred just just seems. I I always played at twenty four, so that's why I chose that for like everything I've done. But like, yeah, like at, at twenty five, it's it's like okay, the core like, on, it's weird at twenty four hundred, as a high elf player, my core does not feel like attacks. At twenty five, it does. Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like. Yeah. How do I get by with the minimum amount? But then it's like, oh, wait, but I do want this other core unit, and uh, yeah, it's fun. But uh, I do look forward to talking about all of these events after they're done, giving the re the recaps and the rundowns. I will do my travel log video for the for these as well, probably uh, little side videos. Um, and actually, I did Neil uh, Bow who is running this event, organized it all. Well, he's actually. He's not the TO. He's organizing it. He's playing in it. And he has someone else TOing it. Mm -hmm. um, but I already said, like, hey, I want to have you on after the event just to keep talking. Like, he'll, he he loves being on any podcast talking fantasy. So we'll have him on and we'll have a nice, yeah. nice long fantasy session night. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds awesome. That might be one of the ones where we have to make it a Friday because <laughs> he's a father, yeah. too. And he'll <laughs> be like, okay, let's <laughs> we, we can go late tonight. Yeah. But no, I... I do you have any insights? Any 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 fantasy advice for me? Any any tournament advice for me, Neil? No, come now. You know who you're talking to. <laughs> you just need to say it with confidence, and I'll believe it, Neil. You gotta give me hope. Uh, use the banner of the world dragon. <laughs> Done. 
There it is. It's Here's in, my my solid fantasy advice for you. It's in um, every use, list. Use the nuclear weapon that is the Banner of the World Dragon. I, f- I found a second nuclear weapon. If you take Galarial, Banner of Avalor, mm. baby. Mm. Yeah, talk to me about that. I will. I will. But we'll wrap this up for now. Um, like once again, everybody who's stuck around, uh, it it will at least be one week until the next like next week. There won't be a podcast because I'll be away. It might even be two if we can't figure out how to record during the, the Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. you'll either get a recap of the grand narrative one week and then followed by the fantasy after that. Or you might just get one mega show where it's both. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But mm-hmm. until then, Neil, any any closing words from you? Uh Stay stormcast strong and, uh, you know, uh, work on your hamstrings. All right, we'll just end it there. Perfect.